Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super-fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com The 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Warning. When going backpacking with Carl, there's no need to bring bug spray or bear repellent, for his backpack odors alone repel all wildlife. What's up, B&B? This is Derek, and with me today is the only man who's ever whittled down a piece of wood in a sculpture of himself at camp, mm. just to keep just to keep the mosquitoes away. What a true friend, <laughs> Carl Mandrioli. What's up, dude? Am I scaring them away? Is that the thought behind that one? Well, it's your face, okay. their funeral. That's how I look at wow. it. Wow. Wow. Their fa- your face, their funeral. You know what I mean? Okay. That could be a t-shirt, just a sculpture of your face <laughs> and a mosquito dead. With that saying, your face, their funeral. <laughs> That'd be great. Uh, only to be outdone by the man who is with me today. He is someone who tears labels off of old tents and then sews them onto his Walmart shirt to look cool. <laughs> Where do you come up with these? <laughs> do, you, do you come up with that in the? You were, you I don't want to joke or if that's just like okay. true. Like, is it like a badge of honor? Like, I've had X amount of tents, or like, what's what am I doing that for? I'm just thinking like you just, I don't know, you're like, oh, I don't need this anymore. I'm just going to cut the North Face label off and sew this under my shirt. Hey, I got a North oh, Face shirt wow. now. That's, that's just, you're, you're yes. reaching. You're reaching. And uh, your arms are not that long. It's a gear episode. So that's that's the connection there, of course. It is a gear episode. Oh, a rare a gear rare episode. A rare gear so, episode. And uh, people love the gear episodes, even though I think at this point we have all but proven that we are not gear testers like the kind that go on youtube and nitpick everything nor do i want to be nor do right. i want to be i guess our full disclosure is that we don't pretend to be like official gear testers who overanalyze every detail and get outraged at a slight inconvenience that the gear produces mm. um i think the only thing we might do that with or at least that i might do that with is water filters but for the most part we just you know is it usable can we make use of this or not i think you definitely do that with water filters Every trip, right. I'd say. Do so. you nitpick gear though, where you're you're just like this zipper? It no. has a has a pull tag that's like I don't know. It could it could use like two extra millimeters? Like it's just not super comfortable. Carl, I treat my gear with love. I don't have that problem. I think the only the only thing I can really attest to is like sleeping bag space. And sometimes I think I'm like you know the sleeping bag gets like twisted underneath me and then i can't find the zipper and it's like right below my back in the middle of the night or something but that's my own doing but that's that's not the sleep yeah that's your own doing that's not sleeping bags 
thoughts. That's my undoing. So I, I don't, not really like a gear cr- critic. I don't really, I think, I feel like I, I research the gear I want. I take my time. The only thing I can say gear wise that I would critique are the shoes that I brought mm. last year, which I should have taken more time, but I had my first Achilles issue, which I've never ever right. had. So I will say that actually that's, that's, a, that's another addendum is yeah. Shoes. I know, I feel like I know my stuff on shoes. So that's one thing that I would be critical of, but that's a bigger deal. So anyway, but that being said, we've got some, we got a hold of some gear that we went through. We think that the, you know, whether it's one or all these companies we're going to discuss today, we think that they can help you. These are kind of some up and coming companies. You've probably heard of one or two of them. If you're, if you're a gearhead, you probably have heard of all these, maybe even have a stronger opinion about some of these, but um, we're not going to analyze like their customer service or anything like that. We didn't, we didn't dig that deep. We're just going to talk about some of the stuff they provide that could help you if you fit certain genres of hikers slash backpackers. Is that fair to say? Mm. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. We'll try to uh, apply the gear to what type of backpacker that is. Yeah, for sure. Before that, though, we have First Kings 2011, our Bible verse of the day. The king of Israel replied, tell him the one who puts on his battle gear should not boast like one who is taking it off. Did you just like, did you just Google Bible verses with gear? Or? Yes. Okay. Yes. I don't, I don't have the Bible memorized. I'm sorry. Just making sure. There's some Bible verses that I can definitely, I'm like, oh, that's a good one for this one. This was not the case for this one. So my question for this is, do you think this verse can apply to backpackers as well? The one who puts on his backpacking gear should not boast like the one who is taking it off. I think you can apply that for sure to every outdoorsman. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a matter of like, you know, you want to remain, yeah, you want to like appreciate what you have, remain humble, don't take it for granted, all that stuff for sure. I think it's more they're saying like, Someone who's about to go conquer a mountain is the, you know, the one who's like, hasn't done it yet, should not boast like the one who's done that already and taking the gear off. Does that make sense? Mm, I've seen you. Yeah, that's true. I, I've seen you, you know, like, cause you usually you're the first guy to take off your pack on the trip. And I'm like, Carl, we're not, we're not there mm, yet. You know, I have, but you're like, I made it on the right. man. You know, I have video footage to suggest otherwise, by the way, on that one. Well, I have memorable footage of uh, i think it was was it last trip or the trip hmm. before where you were the first person taken off and uh <laughs> it was not the last trip it's because i'm in thing. the process of editing the video right now <laughs> okay so maybe it was the year before okay. was, you're improving though that's good <laughs> but we've you and i have made it this thing where like <laughs> it's either you or me my friend it's you or me that's got the back off first let's just put it out <laughs> uh, anyway so all right so so, so i got i've got five companies that we're going to discuss today and yeah. i'm going to throw your way and then we'll talk about kind of the different angles and things they provide and maybe there's a fit for people out there maybe not maybe they've got some different opinions about things maybe they're more nitpicky than us i don't know we'll find out i've got the gear okay for the most part, mm. I've got the gear. So I'm going to be the one that kind of provides, I've got, I think I've, I'm the tester, we'll say. So you're going to provide kind of just the voice of reason, I think, in this episode. Do you agree with that? That is a fair assessment, Carl. I will okay. do my best. Uh, all right. So Derek, my first question to you has to do with packs, backpacks. What are you looking for? You specifically, what are you looking for in a pack? Comfortability, obviously, speaks, obviously. Um, I think I'm looking for something that's simple. That doesn't have a lot of like straps and like uh, little, little just like little things hanging off of it. Um, I'm looking for 
Okay. As I look at the backpack, I'm looking for something that I'm like mentally. I'm going through what I usually bring on a trip, and I'm like, can I fit all of it in this backpack? Are there enough pockets? I like a lot of pockets to kind of separate things, um, so I can find things faster. Because I think a lot of some backpacks, as you know, may have only like, and this depends on the person. They might only have like two or three pockets where they just kind of throw right. everything in there, and then they gotta like rummage around for it. Whereas I, I think I'm more of a backpacker who like. You know, I want to know where the pocket knife is. Where is my food? Where is my toothbrush? Let me just grab it. So very simple. Not a lot of stuff, but lots of lots of pockets. We want to- a lot of pockets. And then I think that, I mean, obviously you want a cool color and a cool design. That's like not paramount, but it's, you know. What's a cool color? What's what's like your favorite pack color? I'm a big blue guy. Blue okay. slash green. I'm a blue slash green guy. Some backpackers out there really think it's important to pick pack colors that sort of blend in with the environment. So you're okay not to do that is that correct <laughs> is green <laughs> does green blend in with the, envi- in the environment blue is your number one color blue yeah um is blue consistent with nature i don't know the sky is blue check uh water <laughs> water's blue <laughs> check um and then if i go green it's like I, I, should i even answer that i don't even know if i should even answer so that. you feel like you're walking through the forest or on a mountain <laughs> with a blue backpack and you're you're camouflaged at that it point. really that correct <laughs> here's where here's where it really lends the strength of the blue backpack doesn't lie within the forest it lies on the ridge tops okay okay and the, the mountain tops because I didn't say that you had to blend in. I said some people like to. I was just asking if you like to. I don't like to blend in. I prefer actually not to. I don't really care. I think, uh, okay. whatever. I don't really think about that. I think you're defending yourself against something that you didn't really care about right there. I, I guess I am. <laughs> I feel like this is what you do to me, though. This is, this is what you bring out, this okay. constant defense. Uh, I think the final thing would be that you want to see how it fits with all the straps on. So I'll usually like put it on, you know, do the strap. Are they comfortable? Are they digging in into my body anywhere? Right. If I'm at the store, it's, it's kind of awkward to throw a bunch of gear in there and walk around. So you're kind of, you're kind of just like buying what, you know, looks good and feels good at the time. Then yeah, I'm going to take it home, test it out. Right. Do all that. Yeah. We talked about, we talked about that before. Honestly, I'm surprised you didn't say lightweightness (laughs) because I know that you specifically chose a pack for the weight of it i did yeah, yeah that's huge too. that is that is something um i would say lightweightness is it absurd okay. i think my last my original pack was like five pounds so gear company number one that is an up-and-coming company they've been around they've been around for 20 years mm-hmm. they've been growing and so you may or may not have heard of them but they're called gossamer gear i have okay they're known specifically for making ultralight packs that are still comfortable and so I got a hold of their Mariposa 60, so 60 liter pack. And mm. true to form, I was actually really surprised by how lightweight it was. I was like, really? This thing can hold the weight that it says it can? So yeah. it's typically, the, their packs, I mean, it depends on the size you get, but they're about like two pounds or less. And they're yeah. they're meant to, they can carry more, but they say like comfortably you should be able to co- co- like carry 30 pounds, which if you're going with an ultralight pack like that, you probably shouldn't have 30 pounds unless you're packing a ton of food or something. Cost is about the same as the big name brands in the stores. The only thing is because they're mainly available, as far as I know, online, you've got to know how to size yourself and they've got a video to help you, but you've got to kind of know how to size yourself before you buy. Um, So I'm going to say for up and coming companies, like thumbs up to them for making ultra light packs for people that really want to shave a lot of weight, but still it can carry a heavy, heavy ish load if if need be. I think that's a huge, that's a huge uh, attraction is a lightweight, durable a lot of pockets like i'm looking at it right now a lot of pockets um storage you can put your poles right. and and other stakes and things in there 
it just seems really convenient right and uh it's a competitive price so i mean right. I, I don't know that's that might even be good yep That'd be a good backpack for one of us or a beginner, I'd say. That's, yeah, that's okay. Some... So, yeah, in terms of who it would be best for, I think. I don't know if it'd be good for a beginner because beginners don't, can't, I don't know if they can manage an under 30-pound load right off the bat. You might, that's a good point. Yeah, I mean, maybe if I'm a beginner, I should intentionally bring a smaller pack because, you know, you have the tendency to, like, overpack stuff. Right. If I have a 60 bag, it's like, that's just asking for trouble, maybe. Yeah. You know? I know your bag's a little smaller than that. I think yours is like a 45 liter or something along those lines. No, mine's like a, mine's smaller than that. I think it's a okay. 30, 36. Yeah, yours is the day pack. So they said. You get the day pack, you're, so yeah. So, so, so they, they say. say. But, so yeah, okay, yeah, so for sure. And, and just to clarify, we are not, I don't, I wouldn't, even though you've got that miniature pack, like based on your, your pack weight, typically we are not ultralight backpackers. I last year got out for one trip where I really was going ultralight. And that was not the one that you were on because we're just we're carrying too much other extra mm. accessories and, and stuff that, you know, for fun, basically. But I would say this pack is best for people who are ultra lighters to the point, like people who count grams. Right. Those types of people through hikers or si- people who simply take pleasure in bragging about base weight and having the lightest pack on the trail. Like this is for you. <laughs> <laughs> you think you like i like to brag about my lightweight i will say i'm not gonna lie i know i'm not i'm not i'm saying you in general like rhetorically you not you specifically you're, you, i just said you're not the ultra light guy just making sure i gotta okay. verify that no if you I w- if you want a, a slightly bigger pack that's probably about the same weight as your current pack though this would be for you well yeah i don't know if i need this much space though i feel like it's just i'm gonna end up just sticking more junk in there like a smaller pack forces me to bring right. less which is what it's all about but I think that when there's opportunities on the trail for you to carry other people's gear, like last year where you chose to carry some of my yeah. stuff, then you could use that extra space. I could, but I had it in my bag. I'm that good. That's true. But um, no, I see your point. Like, even if I'm disciplined about what I bring, it would provide more space for stuff like that, for sure. Okay. One more final comment about the backpacks that I really value and like like for example the osprey that i don't see on this gossamer is like when you put this backpack on your back um the osprey has like a a separate netting that's like like a, like a couple inches off of the main right. pack like a mesh and that just allows for some more airflow on your back so your back's not like super sweaty and gross by the time you take this thing off and i use, also use that little extra inch or two to throw my sandals in there for camp so no they don't they don't have that setup they have something like that though where it's it's not flat on your back it's not like like some sort of absorbent pad of sweat on your back it's got it's kind of got this like tacky yeah, it's like it's it's kind of like almost like a um, egg crate. Like one of those egg thing? egg yeah exactly the egg crate yeah. thermarest kind of um, pads that that provide some airflow. So it's, it's a little different feel. So you'd have to okay. I'm sure it's comfortable though. Look, it looks very comfortable. All right, so that's that the first one. Good answer. Okay, and then I got a hold of some different type of gear that's up your alley here, and it has to do with socks or it is socks. So. This is your chance, Derek. What makes a good backpacking sock? Oh, sock expert. I would say that uh, there's a few factors that, that go into the socks for me. I'd say the there's four four factors. Okay. Ooh, wow. Uh, you got the yeah. You got the thickness factor. You got okay. the wicking the mm-hmm. wicking factor. You got the warmth factor, mm-hmm. and then you also have the uh, the drying time factor. So okay. 
I would say that all four of those are pretty important. I think that if you get a sock that doesn't wick away or attempt to wick away like anything, then it's just it just gets gross. Um, right. Are they warm in the sleeping bag? Can I use just wear them? Are, they, are my feet going to freeze at night? Do they dry quickly? Uh, if you walk in some water, are they going to dry quickly or are they going to just stay gross and wet and like cause blisters and all these things in your shoes? It sounds like you're comparing and contrasting cotton socks and wool socks. Is what you're I might be subconsciously. Okay. Yeah. And then I think right. the thickness also lends to protecting your foot from like blisters and things like that, like red marks. Right. So uh, I think those are my sock criteria, but, um, okay. you know, socks are huge. I think wool is, is ideal. As opposed Wool's to the way to go. I mean, you can obviously wear whatever because you have like hobbit feet. So, uh, hobbit, for the sensitive yeah, people, you know, I think that uh, we gotta go wool. So, but you, are you sensitive? You have sensitive feet, or you're sensitive emotionally? Ooh, good question. Feet for sure. Emotionally, I'm gonna say both. I'm gonna say par. I'm gonna say I'm par. Okay. For emotionally, yeah. <laughs> okay, so gear company number two is called Mammoth Wool. All right, mm. and. There's lots of there's there's quite a few sock companies out there right now. They're known for making merino wool socks specifically for hikers and backpackers. Yes. Okay. Yes. So they don't have you know 20 different kinds with 20 different styles, 20 different colors. They just do what they do, and they do it, they do it pretty darn well. I'm actually wearing a pair of theirs right now, and, and they are great. Hmm. Perfect fit. Perfect mm-hmm. fit, and I'm picky on the fit. I think you are too. Yeah. But and and their cost is pretty similar to what you'd see in the you know the outdoor stores like like pretty similar for the quality but what sets them apart is that they have a satisfaction guarantee so they will replace refund whatever if you don't like their socks so that's awesome that's huge you're and you um, like the returns and so um your yeah. your non-committal personality this fits you very well no, <laughs> my return. It was funny you mentioned merino wool because I was um I was actually thinking about getting some of these socks um this year before the trip, just for this factor too. Because not that my feet ever get itchy from the other wool socks, but it's it's like a I think it's like a um smoother kind of wool or a softer kind of wool. It's not okay. as quote unquote itchy, but I like the return factor. If I don't like them, and right. uh, I don't know they they. They seem like they're good socks, so I'm going to give them a try. Yeah. So. The only knock on them that I would have is, is I don't know if it's specific to them, but more just like a knock on the wool socks in general, mm. is I don't understand why they have to be that European gray color. Mm. They don't, I, I get mm. that, I mean, like, isn't wool white? So if you're going to color it, they could have all sorts of different colors in them, right? You could. You could. And I it's, get the white, like, you don't want to have it white because it shows the dirt, you know, when you're backpacking. I get that, but... But why does it have to be the European gray? Does it blend with more colors than other socks? I mean, I feel like they'd sell more if they had different colors too, though. You know? Yeah. Because uh, wool... Oh, okay, well, I'll say this. Wool was originally not white. I actually had some time in New Zealand to work on a sheep farm and shear some okay. sheep. Just try to say that. You right. sheared some? Are you serious? Shear, shear some sheep, yeah. I and, saw some sheep sheared in New Zealand as well, and the sheep was white. According to the farmer, he's like, you know, normally... The wool isn't like pure white. Sometimes there's like patches of gray here, patches of this there. Um, so we usually bleach it or okay. not bleach it, but like dye it white or bleach it, whatever, however they color it. And then we can color it any color we really want. Um, right. And then, you know, here's a, here's a wool question for you. How many, how many black sheep are there usually? Like what's the ratio of white sheep to black sheep? 
Oh, is it one to 20? It's like one in a thousand, they said. Is it really? Okay, so it's close. One in a thousand are black, and then, you know, that will yeah. obviously black. But, but yeah, they can, like, do whatever they want with it. You know, they shave it. They so just... should one in a thousand pairs of mammoth socks, should they be black? <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd like the black better than the gray. I think it would black, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Does gray, you just don't like gray? Do you feel like blah? I just feel, feel like, like a, a European guy. No, I just don't like the gray. Yeah, I don't like gray for sure. It's it's better. I guess it's better than white because you don't want to show the dirt. So I get that. But this is a nitpick right here. For I sure. like the socks. I'm going to wear these socks yeah. this year a lot and not, yeah, I'm going to wear them on the trail. So okay. anyway, this I would say that these socks would be best for basically anybody who likes comfortable socks while hiking and backpacking specifically. It's got the padding. It hits your criteria. Mm-hmm. Again, the guarantee, I think, is what sets it apart. So thumbs up to Mammoth Wool. That's the second company. Huge. 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 All right. Third company. Yeah. Not third company. Um, so third gear question for you is yeah. what are you looking for in a sleeping pad? Uh, sleeping pad. Um, I'll be honest. I know you, we're going to talk about R value probably with this. I'm not. I don't want to talk about R value, actually. Okay, good. I'm not really big on the R value. I've never really paid much attention to it if i'm being honest i think you just want to know does this keep me warm or not right does this keep me warm does it get me off the ground okay in my in my sleeping bag that's amazing that's all i really care about okay i've never had a problem um i think for me personally the thickness of the pad is is something i had to learn over a few years because i used to bring a pad that was like one inch and then like an inch and a half and i just kept noticing like my bony little hips just kept digging digging all the way to the ground so i'm like i need something thicker so yeah, I have a two-inch pad now. It's like a coffin-shaped two-inch pad to save a little bit of weight, as opposed to the you know rectangular one. Wait, do you feel like maybe in like five years you'll be at like a foot thickness? Maybe. It's like I was gonna be like glamping though, not camping. Do you? Let me ask you a question. Do you find like the? And I, I would love to see you test this out at like REI. Like you, you get a mat. And then you're testing to see how noisy it is. Like, do you just like get it out, roll it on the, roll around on it in the REI? Oh, like the crinkle, the crinkle stuff. Just, the crinkle, the crinkle. Yeah. When I was doing, I actually think I, the last one I bought for myself was online, and that was the one negative was the crinkle factor with the Neo Air light or whatever it's called. And I just thought to myself, that is not going to bother me. It'll probably bother Derek, but I don't care. <laughs> not bothering me one bit uh it, it does yeah. it is slightly annoying but but the comfort is so is so worth it that i don't know but the, yeah. the drawback to that one though is it was pretty darn expensive even i think i had like my 20 percent discount and it was pretty expensive so the next gear company is called rakea designs and this mm. is one that i just came across they're known for making quality gear with a lifetime warranty this is, I feel like this is like kind of hard of your stuff. I think this is this is stuff that's going to stay together. But here's the key. Here's what what sets them apart is it's it's definitely not going to break the the bank. So I tried out a couple pieces mm-hmm. of gear. I tried out a tent and I tried out one of their pads. Uh, their pads called the Yeka, not the Yucca, the Yeka. Yeka. How do I spell Y E C C A? Close. Y E K K A. Yeah. Y E K K A. Yeah. And it's okay. Here's what's cool about it is currently it's about a third a third of the cost of the Thermarest one that I was just talking about. A third of the cost, mm. okay? So as a result, it's going to be a little bit heavier, but not significantly heavier. We're talking just, you know, a couple ounces heavier. Ounces. And then this is something that you might be interested in, is it's got dual air valves where if one 
if like whatever happens, your your pad kind of uninflates during the night, you can actually turn it over during the night and reinflate it with the second air valve, so you're not going to have a rough night. That's that's huge. That's huge. Like I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it compared to like an endo, uh, a normal sleeping pad, and yeah, I can see the two systems that are going on. That's pretty ingenious. I like that. There's some give and take. You know, it's it's obviously a third of the cost, so you're not going to get the same exact thing as a thermorest. I didn't quite understand how the dual thing works. I know that it right. works. I tried it out, but I thought, well, if I can inflate one side, can I just inflate the other side and then have a doubly thick pad? And it doesn't work that way. So, however they set it up, the science behind it—that is not my strength. So clearly, yeah, yeah. Okay. which is true in general, not just for sleeping pads. Anyway, um, they had a two-person <laughs> dome tent that has a one-pole design. It's like one that has kind of all these connector Whoa. pieces, okay. and super fast setup super easy to use again a little bit heavier than than you know your ultralight tent i did reach out to rikea designs and they and told them yeah we're putting your stuff on this episode and they're like oh give your listeners a promo code camper five capital c camper five to get Mm. a percentage off i have no idea what percentage you get off because i didn't ask that follow-up question but right. yeah. <laughs> but either way, so if you're interested in this, okay, so we're talking we're talking budget gear. Yeah. From what I can tell, like I haven't used this for years and years, but it looks like it's pretty solid, like it's going to hold up. It's pretty good quality. Um, slightly heavier, but not significantly. Derek, who is this going to be best for in your opinion? I think this could be you. I mean, I would use some of this stuff. This looks pretty cool. Um, I think that if you are a person who's like maybe like uh, – Maybe like for the sleeping pad, if you're like a, a worry wart about sleeping pads and comfortability and you've had bad experiences in the past, maybe this is for you. Get a pad like that mm-hmm. so you're not, you have like that extra added security peace of mind. Um, I'd say if, in regards to the tent, I don't, I mean, I would even, I think this is like for the minimalist to me, like the less, the better, the light, the lighter, the weight, the better. But I mean, I don't know. You're saying it's a little bit, I was going to say, it looks like it's not that much lighter, but. If it's just something about like convenience, you want to be like more convenient inside of, of camp and just pop things up quicker, tear down quicker. Maybe you're doing an FKT. Well, I don't know. You're not doing it. F- yeah, maybe you're doing an FKT like long trail and you just want to do this instead of a hammock or something. That might be a way to go. If you like have to have a tent, you don't want to do like a a lean or a hammock or something like that. Yeah, I don't think I don't think you're hitting the ultralight crowd with this though. I'm not saying that. I'm saying like if you're an FKT guy and you're like I'm doing this long trail for like however long and you're like i don't want to do a lean i don't want to do a hammock i need a temp but mm-hmm. i need i'm thinking about you know again you gotta like do you add a little bit more weight and save on the setup teardown do you do you value weight over that i mean I, I, everybody's different okay so you feel like fkt people are fine with um slightly heavier items you probably wouldn't use this because you would value the the weight I would definitely use this in a in certain circumstances. I think we're I don't think we're on the same page on this one, but that's okay. So that's that's your take. You're welcome to that opinion. My take is that this is probably best for beginners, people that are just trying to figure out you know kind of what gear works for them. They don't want to have a lot of complexities for sure. Yeah, people that are um, or people that are rough on their gear, like teenagers or like our good friend Rocky, who might be rough and, and destroy gear. Um, my son, not a teenager yet, but he has the energy of the sun. And so if I put him in this tent, like I'm not going to be concerned about him breaking it. Whereas if I put him in a really expensive tent, like I'm going to be, you know, watch him like a hawk. So anyway, so, so that kind of, that those kind of people, um, this could also be good for people that lose their gear, like out the back of a trailer so they can replace it cheaply. 
Oh my goodness. Here we go again. Here we go again with the sleeping mat business. Uh, I'm just I'm just giving scenarios, just what how it might be helpful <laughs> for some people. <laughs> uh, well, there's more. There's there's fewer parts to lose, right? I mean, you know, you're not losing so many parts or breaking, having chances to break more parts. So right. Anyway, yeah. Rakea Designs. That's gear company number three. Okay, moving on to uh, to pack accessories. You kind of mentioned you like the pockets, but if you could add some things to your pack to make your trip easier, more enjoyable, or if other people could, if you can put yourself in their shoes, what kind of pack accessories are you, would you be into? I know you love carabiners and flare, so mm. we'll add those just, mm. to, just to make you angry. Okay, to make um, me, I don't, that's your choice. I don't, I mean, I'm not a person who like looks at the pack. I feel like I'll get a pack and I'm stoked with what I get, and I'm not okay. looking to like add it and tweak it and all this other stuff like some right. people are if i if i see the pack and i'm like it has what i need it's gonna suffice great if it doesn't i, I don't know I just, I just i feel like there's so many packs out there i can find what i want and i don't have to like add junk to it but okay so so your answer is for well, for you no go ahead good you're gonna you're gonna say something snarky go ahead <laughs> have you listened to this podcast before <laughs> wait for it <laughs> here it goes brace yourselves bnb brace yourselves <laughs> so your answer is for you you have no sort of accessory that you'd want to add to it and for anybody else they should not add any accessories at all to the to their pack is that what you're saying i feel like they're going to maybe in the beginning like i did and at, over time they're gonna be like you know what i don't really need this i am okay. sick of this dumb weight i need to lighten my load so let me just do you a favor and tell you now so okay so i think so i think another way of what you're saying is carl you're about to present a company, and whatever this company has to offer, I hate it. <laughs> I love the way your mind works. Your mind is so abnormal, but I love that. I love that. It's not, no, I'm just, I'm just recapping. You are not seeing where we're going with this episode, I, and you're just like, there's no possible good answer for this. But Carl, go ahead and share what, what could be a good pack I, I didn't say that, but well, let me correct. I, I didn't say that I'm not open to seeing something new. I'm not open to having my mind blown. Blow my mind away, okay. Carl. Blow me away. All right. I don't know if I'm going to blow it away here. All right. The company, fourth company, is Z-Packs, which I think, for those of you that know your gear, you've obviously heard of Z-Packs. They're known for ultralight gear like packs, bags, and tents. But I did not get a hold of one of these, unfortunately. I would have loved to, but I did not. Um, mm. th- those are, that was out of my price range. They, so I kind of focus more on their um, interesting accessories that you might find interesting, Derek, maybe not. But these are things you can strap on to things like your sternum or your shoulder straps, okay? They're the ones... That are known for the Aqua Clip. It's your boys. These are your people. I'm not. No, they're not. We've already gone over the Aqua Clip. So you love if it. You are, if you are not sure my take on the Aqua Clip, see every episode from this season, and I'm sure it gets brought up at some point by Derek. So <laughs> I'm looking anyway. at it right now. Aqua Clip. <laughs> All right. Um, but so that's not what I'm talking about. They have other pack accessories, though. They have the little kind of like shoulder strap, like I mentioned, the kind of shoulder strappy kind of things or things that you can strap onto to your sternum strap. They hold things like water bottles, snacks, cell phones. They can hold your map, a smaller camera, um, or like you just mentioned, like the pack ornaments. So they've got yeah. a lot of things that you might want to grab out of your pack without having to take your pack off. It's just right there in front of you, and you like literally in front of you, you can just you can pull it out and grab it. So. Um, this can make for a lot going on on your chest and shoulder areas, but if you're okay with that, then they can be super handy, literally and figuratively. Huh. 
I still am not sold. I feel like uh, anything I'm adding to my pack is just going to add more weight unnecessarily. So, Derek, you're obviously not somebody who grabs for lots of different items a lot, or maybe your pack has built-in pockets all, in all the right places, but not all packs do. Strangely, even newer models are, that are coming out this year still fail to hit some of these accessory needs. So this may not be for you, but for people that do like to grab stuff a lot or people that we mentioned a gentleman in a previous episode that's got a bad back and can't quite get to his water bottle, this and that, this is a solution. Okay, I I, I can get behind that. I can get behind that part, yeah. So I would say this is best for hikers who just don't have easy access to things they can typically grab for. That's simply put, if you feel like something's missing, check out the Z-Packs accessories and see if there's something that kind of fits your needs there. Sounds good. Okay. All right. Uh, last, last one. I don't, th- you don't know if you count this as a gear company, but definitely I put this in the backpacking realm because they were literally on our last backpacking trip. This company was, yeah. they're called company number five scratch labs. So yeah. I know you've had some of their stuff. What do you yeah. think of it? It was pretty good. I think, um, I didn't mind it at all. I think, uh, no, do better I, liked... that. I didn't mind it at all. Come on. <laughs> it was, well, I was a sample. You were we so, got, I gotta... this is, this is like vintage Derek right here. Like, like it'll be the best thing where you're like, yeah, it's not bad. Okay. You know what? I, I will say what I really liked about scratch labs was that they were vegan, gluten-free, uh, sports performance drinks. They had some great flavors They had passion oh. fruit, apple cider, oranges, lemon, lime, matcha they had matcha they had strawberry so they had some variety but as as i've been explaining on a lot of these episodes like i've tried to go like more plant-based more vegan but are you vegan still? stuff are you still I, i'm not vegan vegan but i think i'm a lot of what i eat now is like plant-based okay. but I'll, I'll still eat like you know fish and stuff here and there okay um but yeah i think that it was it was a good alternative for sure i like the fact that they were vegan and they were gluten-free they're thinking about a lot of the newer types of diets that people are on and trying to stay healthy with a lot of stuff so that was i thought it was great okay tasted good too yeah i'm i'm in on these guys for sure they're known for hydration and nutrition they have tasty individual drink mix packets that you won't leave on the trail my friend so Mm. shouldn't be a problem they have um recovery drinks we haven't really talked about recovery that much on this podcast in terms of just you know trying to rebuild your muscles and not be as sore and have good performance like day two day three and so on but so they've got specific right. stuff for that uh, to keep your muscles yeah. fresh um, my favorite though are the energy chews you mentioned the matcha green tea they've got these green tea and lemon energy chews that were so amazing yes. like yes. somebody was filming us doing something and i was like hey hey guys i make sure you like carl note to self make sure you bring these on the next trip because i actually really like them so something a little different they've got a sweet energy bars like your typical but they also have savory energy bars if you're looking to kind of mix up your flavors and try something new we've talked about how there's so many different energy bars to choose from these have added more to the mix i would agree yeah i would definitely agree with that okay yeah, they were really good tasty too yeah so i'd say best for anybody that wants good snack stuff on the trail agreed i think we can finally okay. genuinely agree on that one yeah rare moment a rare rare okay. moment Let's see. We're... Bookmark this, everybody. Bookmark it. All right. So I'm hoping that, that there might be a company or two or three or four or five in there that might be helpful in making your 2020 backpacking season mm. even better than last year. Indeedy do. Indeedy do. Do you know where we're going this year, by the way? Uh, this year? I don't know. Yeah. If we've really, have we talked about it? A little bit. Uh, I'm no. hoping against hope you can make the Canyonlands trip we've got going on in April. And right. Right. yeah, and then we, 
I think we officially got the permits already for Ansel Adams Wilderness in the Eastern Sierras, mm. just south of Yosemite, southeast of mm-hmm. Yosemite, mm-hmm. Uh, for our July trip. Mm-hmm. Boom. I've got some other stuff. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Boom. Well, last year we didn't get the permits, so it was kind of a big deal to get the permits already. Yeah. How early did you get go for that? I had to go six months in advance, so 8 a.m., wow. six months in advance, uh, January Jeez. 16th. Is that the day? I was on there making sure I got permits lined up. So, nice. yeah, so happy to, happy those came through. And we'll talk more about that because there's some interesting scenarios that might come up in the area that we're going to. But anyway, True. Uh, we got trivia? gear. Trivia. We haven't really... I don't know. Like since Christmas, we've I think you're down one on trivia. Whoa, 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 whoa! I am not down anything. No, for I think sure. We're, like, I think we're. I don't want to discuss in the podcast, even. but for but for sure you're oh. down one. Like you can go back and, and listen. How am I down one? I feel like I've been like I was up two right away, and then you two right away. No, what you were. Oh yeah. The only fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Dude, we've been doing pretty good on trivia's actually. Like we only, we I know, both I've missed, only missed like one. Like for, like like before Christmas, both of us just missed one. So we tied right. at Christmas, and since Christmas, you've missed one. And I have not missed any yet. We, what do you mean missed one? Like a question? Like you failed a trivia? Or like failed the trivia? Yeah. I don't know, did, I, did I fail it last week? No, week no. Before? You no. I I succeeded last week. Week before we didn't have it, and I think it was so. It was the one. The trip planning, I think, one. I'm pretty sure we're even. Because I remember you saying we were even. You're more likely to be down because I think I end up doing trivia more than you do. Like I end up <laughs> more conducting it. Likely. Uh yeah, because I, no, because you're taking questions. You're taking trivia questions more than, more often than I am. Uh Carl, I don't I don't know if I agree with you on that. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to rewind and go check a few episodes and just double check. And if the B and B wanna like check for us too and verify, that would be even huge. Don't be bigger. I'm talking about since Christmas. I think you're down one. Anyway, I was just going to say that that if we like because we tied leading up to Christmas, if we could track it to Easter, then I feel like you're nervous East- though. I feel like you're really nervous about 
No, I just really want to see one of us have to pass at the business cards at a grocery store. Well, you, it's kind of funny. You can't backtrack it to Easter. We started the season in... Because we were tied at Christmas, and then we that was the first deal was like, who, who was going to lose more trivias by Christmas? So we're past Christmas now, and so I thought, what if we go to Easter? What do you want to do? What do you want to do? I, I have a plan. You don't like it. What do you want to do? I don't like it. Uh, let's rewind, see who's right, and then go from there. Then we'll, we'll revisit this. Go from there, do what? Do what? Because we're going to revisit it, and then we'll talk about, well, we are tied, or, well, no, you are okay. down one, and then we'll go from there. If we're, we're about t- to go down two, my friend. You're about to go down two. Oh, boy. Because it's irrelevant. This is after Christmas, dude. This is all okay. irrelevant. Well, then you come up with a plan because you're just naysaying my plan and don't have an alternative. If we tied, we should both have to do it. Oh, That's my okay. Plan. I'm happy to do that. I, I just really want to see you suffer. Why, why would I care about passing business cards out at a grocery store? Because it's not comfortable for you <laughs> i embrace awkwardness <laughs> i embrace it i hang out with you all the time yeah. I embrace it <laughs> true i will give that to you uh let's okay. do this gear trivia i've got um i got four questions total wait does this bother you okay here we go just making sure you're focused i got four <laughs> I got four <laughs> questions total the first three are simply brand names Okay, like brand gear names. brand names. I want you to tell me for each of these gear brand names one backpacking related item that they make. A backpack related item that they make. Backpacking related backpacking item. Packing related yeah. item. All right. Okay. I'm going to start easy. Okay. Number one, MSR. MSR makes fuel for your. Not what I was expecting you to say, but that is correct. Yeah. They do make fuel. <laughs> They're more known for making stoves. Stoves, <laughs> use that fuel. fuel. I buy it. Well, I buy it every year. So. Yeah, it's true. You are typically in charge of the fuel, and actually, you're in charge this year. <laughs> oh, good to know. Good to know. <laughs> well, because I'm flying out, I can't fly with the oh, fuel. No, I so I got you. you're in charge. Uh, do you know what MSR stands for? Uh, mountain safety. I don't know. It's something. Mountain safety. Something. Re- re- yeah. Good job. Mountain safety know. research. Good research. Job. Yeah. Something like yeah. that. Okay. Okay. Number two. Uh-huh. Petzl. Petzl. They make those headlamps. Boom, boom. Okay. Pow, pow. There you go. Good, good. Um, they're they're a big time rock climbing company, so I didn't yes. know if you'd go to rock. I was trying to trying to trick you a little with that. I thought you might go rock climbing. I actually watched uh, some rock climbing on ESPN the other day. <clears throat> Phenomenal. And I also watched on Bear Girls Running Wild, they had uh, the free solo man himself on the show. It was phenomenal. Mm, so, gotcha. Keep that going, guys. Gotcha. Next one. Okay. All right. So, you got, so you got two more questions. You get one of these right. You are successful. Oh, boy. This is going to be totally right. absurd. I can already tell. No, no, no. No, this, this, is, uh, this is the hardest gear brand for sure, though. Oh, boy. Silva. Silva? Silva. Mm-hmm. S I. The uh, it's ILVA, right? Uh, I want to say I'll just take a stab and say backpacks. They make backpacks. Okay. Yeah, they're known. The reason why this is a little bit harder is because um, they make compasses, which people aren't using as frequently. Hmm. Compasses. Yeah. So, silver compasses. All right. Last question is not the gear brand. This is just a straight up gear question. Still, still got what that correct, is... by the way, guys. Still got that correct. They do make backpacks, I bet. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll check that. Silver makes backpacks. Okay, I'm going to Google go it right now. Yes. Yes, they do. Waterproof. Do they? Backpacks. Okay. Mm. I will yeah. I will give it to you. 
and did not know that. I learned something new. So I'm going to count this as I got one of these questions wrong. You failed your own trivia. (laughs) 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 I did. I guess you could probably say that about a lot of companies, right? They just, you know, they have these like little promo backpacky kind of things. If that, if it comes down to a tie break, this will be the difference. Go ahead. No, I think I'll give it to you. You you were willing to do go the extra (laughs) mile, so. Success. Sure. Um, okay. Last question for fun. What is the number one reason some backpackers prefer quilts over sleeping bags? Uh, There's more than one reason, but what's the number bag. one reason they would consider it? Wait. I'm going to say wait. That is correct. You, my friend, bing, are bing, a boom. gear trivia genius. Gene, yes. You got a question yes. coming to me. All right. Well, yep. don't be jealous. Okay. And uh, I'm proud of you. all right well i'm just gonna wrap it up with i got one tidbit tidbit do it tidbits okay we mentioned the video earlier in the episode earlier in this episode and i'm almost done with part one of our olympic national park video i know that happened back in july but trying to get all these different interviews together and Mm. then of course finding time to edit it challenging but yeah, so I think yeah. next week we'll talk yeah. about how to access it. But this is—I would almost like view this as a bonus uh, backpacking and blisters episode. That's what this video feels like. It feels like just like a video version of our podcast. It's deep, man. It's deep. Yeah. So you haven't seen it yet, but, but I'm excited for I've, it. I've, I've, I've kind of thrown some some clues Derek's way as far as what's coming up, and yeah. I think it's going to be good. And I think it's going to be entertaining. It'll be entertaining for sure. They're gonna. There's going to be some mockery. There's going to be some laughs. It'll be. It'll be good. You do a good job. You know, I think a lot of people. That, yeah, thanks, man. I think a lot of people that do you know backpacking videos out there, they have backpacking YouTube channels. They're just like, how can we get you to get out on the trail more often? How can I inspire you to get out there? And I'm realizing that our videos are not that at all. It's more just like this is pure backpacking entertainment. If you find the ridiculousness of what we do entertaining, and yeah, and then you can obviously, as a result, make fun of Derek and I and all the guys we go for with. For sure. So, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good so, tidbit, anyway, man. That's a good tidbit. Yeah. Um, thanks. That's all I got. That will do it for us, guys. Thanks again for tuning in. Thanks for playing along. Send us a review on your pod uh, app or whatever. Five stars is preferred. Smash that like button if you can. We will see you next time on the BNB, guys. And remember, if Carl brings some yellow wool... It's definitely not died. We'll see you next time. <laughs> I want to fly the world. Uh, guys, look, uh, I, didn't, I didn't want to say this during the episode, but, you know, the one the one pole tent Carl was talking about, uh, he has it. He wants to bring it, and he confided in me. He's like, look... <sighs> For years, I've had trouble with two and three pole tents. I cannot figure it out. I get it backwards. I get frustrated. He's broken a few tents. So not only is he bringing the one pole tent, um, he's going to put me in charge of it because he just he's worried he can't even figure that out. A life that has the stories to back it. A life to be proud of. It's a Winchester life. Yeah, baby. Six, eight, Western. Oh, I'll be over there, baby, right there. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.
On Mondays, head offshore with Captain Scott Walker and Steve Roger for breathtaking deep-sea adventures. Coming to me, coming to me, coming to me. Double. He's jumping, he's jumping, he's jumping. Oh! Oh! Look at that belly. Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue. Brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Tell a few fish stories along the way. On Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.